rocking out with um, our pals Chill. We have Ian, Ben, and uh, let's see, uh, Nick. Yeah. Very nice to see you guys. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. I know. Kind of ironic. Like needs, the most the... important quote unquote oh, member oh, oh. of the band. <laughs> I would <laughs> say so. Yeah. <laughs> Careful there. Oh. No, Anyways, today is the very Sorry. chilly day of January 25th, and uh, we have some exciting things. You guys just released a new song, and we'll definitely be getting to that towards the end, but um, enough chatter for me. Let's just, let's jump into it with Lionhearted. Let's do it. Oh, <laughs> 
strong start. Um, so Lionhearted is one of your guys's not oldest songs, but definitely one of your more uh, more popular songs. I know we played oh, a lot definitely. here. Yeah, at the alternation. Um, so it's and it's just kind of unique because it's more I don't want to say upbeat, but it's definitely um, I guess yeah, upbeat is really just like the right the right word to use. Oh yeah. Um, and it's different from a lot of your guys's other stuff. And so this is off of uh, let's see, No Sleep No Silence, right? Correct. Yeah, 2016. Yeah. So this is kind of like the album where you guys really start to use like type like EDM type like yeah. backtracks. Oh, yeah. This was our 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 first step into this new like world new direction that we kind of went into. Yeah. Right? Oh yeah. Yeah, cuz I know like your past two EPs and albums and singles and stuff are, are all are like a little more traditional, I guess. Pop so punk. what a uh, yeah. yeah, pop punk. <laughs> right. So what guy like what drove you guys to want to use these types of, you know, influences? I think a lot of it too <laughs> was uh, we had just written so many songs in a certain style that we were almost just looking for different ways to branch out and really kind of stretch ourselves. So we pulled from different kinds of music that we had all listened to and been around and really tried to define our own sound versus uh, just diving in and being like another pop punk band. We really wanted to carve out our own lane. Right, yeah. Um, so like I said, this is definitely one of one of your guys' more, more popular songs. And uh, I was just wondering, like, you guys play it so often. Yeah. Like, do you guys ever just get tired of it? Like, do you want to uh, change? No. No? No, not, not. Well, I mean, sometimes you go through, like, you know, you, you've done a bunch of practices, and you haven't really played a show, and you're just like, okay, we have to play this song again. But then once you go out and play it to, like, a new group of people. Oh, yeah. It's like, it's, it's, so all, it's, like, it's different. Like, it's, it, it doesn't, hasn't won't get old. Mm. Every room is like a totally different vibe. So every time you play that song out live, it's uh, a lot different than just being in the rehearsal space. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, it's one thing. I actually just said this at practice the other day. We were practicing a cover song a bunch. And I was like, I don't want to play that song anymore. And Ben was like, why? He was like, I like playing our own songs better. So like playing your own songs is a lot different than just playing songs. Yeah. I could, uh, yeah, playing our own songs. It's kind of like your baby almost. Yeah. It's like you just want to take <laughs> care of it. Um, so that's actually that's actually a good segue. So you are not an original member, right? Uh, at this point, like <laughs> I mean, pretty much. But yeah. you, you didn't start off with no. Yeah. I mean, yeah. when Chill when Chill started, Ben mm. was eleven. Yeah, I was like twelve, thirteen, something like that. All right. Okay. Yeah, I was I was like been in seventh or eighth grade. Around, yeah, right. Exactly. Gotcha. No, but Ian's been with us since we did our like first C D release, so like once chill was like officially a thing, it's yeah. been the same, you know. Okay. Was, three. Like, the first CD release. Exactly. Yeah. Fair enough. All right. I'll I'll consider you an original member then. That's so <laughs> the gold star. Yeah. <laughs> I was a I was a fan of I was a fan of chill before okay. everyone, so Seventh grade, yeah. fan of seventh grade music. Hell, hell oh yeah. Hell yeah. Okay, got <laughs> it. Can we say hell yeah? I said heck yeah. <laughs> heck yeah. Just to be safe. Keep it PG, thirteen. Um, so that's actually pretty unusual, you know, having a band for that long oh, last yeah. until since middle school. So what drives you guys to just keep going? I, I think at this point it's just like all we know. <laughs> all, all you know is we've been just, doing it for it. so long that it's just like I. Uh, Every day when you come in or work on something or write something, it's it never feels like you're doing the same thing over and over. So every project feels like you're kind of starting fresh all over again. And uh, you kind of know as you're putting out those songs that each one of those is going to be a totally different project, a totally different set of artists, a whole, like, a whole different vibe for the whole thing. Mm. 
Fair enough, yeah. yeah. It's almost like reinventing yourself every two years. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. Just like, yep. and just, so there's like the big picture and then there's like the little day-to-day things, like even like this right now. You know, I was at, I was having just a day, you know, just you wanted the day to be over. It was a horrible day. And then you get to come, like, hang out, you play some music, you talk about it, and oh, yeah. you already, I already feel way better. Have a stressful sound check, yeah. yeah it's all, it's, a, it's a part check. of the life, yeah, <laughs> for sure. I mean, selling burritos can really just... <laughs> really gets you down, yeah. yeah. Um, so, I guess... I quit so my we, job one time to come to a show. I just want to really? say that. Hey, I mean, you're either all in or you're all out, really. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, what were you saying? Yeah. No, it's okay. Um, so... We discussed like what makes you guys want to keep going. What made you originally want to start a band in middle school of all times? Uh, I think I remember a lot of hearing like bands like Green Day and All American Rejects and Fall Out Boy on the radio, and I was like, I just want to make sounds like that. It wasn't like, uh, you know, I wanted to go out and like play shows. I just wanted to have like guitar in my hands and be able to play. And then it's just uh, one step at a time. You know, you start playing shows, and then you want to record, and now we're here. Yeah, just the evolution, I guess, of, exactly. of yeah. being a musician. Yeah. All right. Well, my brother came up to me. That's my brother, by the way. I don't know. Yeah. For those of you who don't know. He was like, hey, I'm learning guitar. Uh, do you want to learn how to play drums? And I was like, oh, no, not at all. So he gave me a <laughs> pair of drumsticks, and he's like, well, you're going to start learning. All right. I'm assuming that you're the younger sibling it. then. Yeah. Yeah, got it. That, that yeah. makes sense. Yeah. Well, all right. So... Lionhearted specifically, the lyrics are pretty interesting because it addresses the general populace, I guess. Yeah. You know, we is used quite often. Mm-hmm. So I guess let's let's dissect these lyrics. Like, what is this all about? Well, do so. You go. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so Lionhearted, when we started working on that too, was more of a uh, statement of where we were going as a band. Yeah, okay. It was the first song off the new EP as we were changing all the sound and everything, and it was basically saying, uh, all of us are going to stick together, all the fans are going to stick together, and we're going to put ourselves out there and just do whatever we need to do to be able to uh, kind of take over and like rise up as a band under the context of uh, some 1930s uh, mob thing. And then he, yeah. can, he can talk about how we actually got to the... Well, that was, yeah. that was it. So we were... We did all the instruments for the song, and we were kind of like messing around with like lyric stuff. And then I just remember like walking into the room, and I was just like, "Yeah!" <laughs> I was like, "Man, guys, I got like a 19 like 30s gangster kind of vibe. Can we do that?" <laughs> and then, yeah, that's then they they weren't even like what. It was just like, "Okay, cool." Okay, yeah. So like, no, <laughs> the rest gonna, is history. Like, yeah. Cool. Yeah. 1930s gangster vibe. Oh, I yeah. don't think I've ever heard a pop punk. <laughs> Pop yeah. punk band say that. I don't know. What, I don't know what I was like. <laughs> I was watching like a lot of Breaking Bad at the time, so mm. I was really into like criminal stuff. And yeah, fair enough. I, I think get that. what we really wanted to do with Lionhearted was write a song that everybody in the audience can get behind yeah. and feel yeah. like they're a part of. Yeah. And I think that also, when you consider that that was the third draft of lyrics that we went through, and it was uh, technically more than that, but. I think that reveals how much that we were trying to break into new ground for us. Yeah. So that's also a departure from what we were trying to do. Yeah. The the we is important. The we is like not only us, but it's like everyone, our people. Everyone. <laughs> everyone who like gives a sh- crap. Yeah. Gives a crap. It. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. 
Got it. Okay. They're, they're the we. They're the fire. Like us. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's just. Yeah. Yeah, bro. I get yeah. it. Um, well, I think that's pretty pretty satisfactory for me. I guess cool. we can let's move on. Let's see. What are we What are we gonna be rocking out to next? We got some something to live for. Press. I believe. Yes. Yeah. Another okay. song with a music video. Oh, oh yeah. We can talk about the music video. We will. Okay. We will get <laughs> like, there. We're oh, building up to like the. Lionhearted. Oh no. Lionhearted has a video. Go look at it. Go check it out. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. right the song's called Something to Live For.
Thank you. So, another really interesting song. I feel like all your songs are all super different. It's yeah. really oh, interesting. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. yeah. We, we, we kind of did that, like, um, not like, we did it on purpose. Yeah. I, I was going to say it, but it sounded like kind of. Yeah, I know what you mean. She's like, we did that on purpose. <laughs> like, no, but that was kind of the goal. Yeah, right. Because I know, like you said earlier, like, you just want to be diverse. Yeah. So let's actually talk about music influences. Because I know you mentioned, like, Fall Out Boy and, you know, um, Amer- All American Rejects. So what's, I guess, currently, let's talk current bands. Like, what do you guys enjoy right now? <laughs> um, it's listen, a tough question. Yeah, I listen to like a bunch of like uh, the 1975 or like Michael Jackson and Prince and stuff like that. Um, it really kind of just depends on the week too, because uh, anytime like our friends put out music or something like that as well, it's like, all right, that's what I'm listening to for a while. Yeah. Um, the last album that I haven't or couldn't stop listening to was Lil Peep's new album. <laughs> rest in Yikes. peace. Yikes. Yeah, rest in <laughs> but peace. But yeah, I was a huge Lil Peep fan. Hmm. Still am, not was. Somewhat surprisingly, I think a lot of our new music, at least in the terms of structure and musical organization, as vague as that term is, is influenced by uh, soundtracks from movies, actually. And I'm a big fan of the pianist Ludovico Ainaudi, and he's cool. He does really creative stuff, and I've, I've put that. As, as you may hear it only in the sense that the songs sound different. So here's the cool thing about mm. that question: is you see the different like personalities in the band. For oh, yeah. sure, the yeah. The different uh, some SoundCloud rapper who OD'd and <laughs> some old like fucking PS. Uh, yep. No, we're just going to move past that. Um, (laughs) anyways, yeah, I was just about to say the exact same thing. I mean, you have pop punk, kind of alt rock indie type stuff, uh, rap and classical music. I literally would have never expected that. Um, so yeah, it is pretty interesting. So actually that's a good segue into like so you guys don't have a bassist, which is interesting. I mean, you Correct. do have rhythm guitar. Yeah. Um, so do you guys do like any collabs with anyone else? Um, no. So a lot of what happens in the studio, too, is uh, sitting down. We're kind of writing tracks. It's almost like we don't really care who plays guitar parts or bass parts. I mean, Ben always plays the drums. But uh, <laughs> it's like if like we're doing something and then Nick like happens to like have the guitar in. He's like, oh, yeah. they're rolling with something. Like, he's going to play that guitar part. And it could be a lead part that I'm going to end up playing. Mm-hmm. You know, like, it, it, it's everyone's, this is our. Yeah, group. when we're in the studio, it's like everybody's just working. There's no, like, yeah. you know, sitting down and being like, oh. Yeah, I, like a I, sign. Yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> and, I'm a, and I just love playing bass. Like, I love playing bass while I end up doing bass a lot. Like, and all of our, like, our backing jacks for our live stuff, I did, like, we threw in the bass there and recording. I usually do the bass. Mm. Or on something to live for. It's uh, Austin Bello from yes. Private Sickest Kids playing bass. Okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, you did yeah. mention that um, like you love listening to the music that your friends release. So who, because yeah. Northeast Ohio is huge music-wise. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so like who are your local music friends? I mean, uh, everybody that we're playing with this weekend from like Diamond Kites to Grim Republic and The Waves, uh, they're all people that we've known for a good amount of time too. So... Anytime they're putting out stuff, I love like John Halling and uh, the outside voices. And I and, mean, uh, 
<laughs> yeah, I mean, it it really just depends on uh, like who we're playing with too. When we're traveling around, it's a whole different set of like local bands from those areas as well. Yeah, I mean, we've played shows with everybody from like As It Is and Cruiser, and you just dive into their whole thing. Ah. Yeah, yeah. There's a band called Theta Waves. I want to give a shout out to. I'm just I, I've only met them like twice, but like we're Super really cool big dudes. fan of their music. <laughs> Theta Waves, and like we haven't seen them in a while, but. They'll, they'll always like hold a special place in our heart before the streetlights. Yes. They're our homies. Yeah, I'm they're sure we'll see them this summer. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> they're from Hang Indiana. Out. Indiana. Okay, mm-hmm. yeah, semi-local. Like, but they're like probably like our oldest band friends. Oh yeah, we played our first like show out of state with those guys, and uh, in 2017 we went out and did summer shows with them as well too. So. Mm. And the cops came and then. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but say, no, they're like our oldest like group of band friends that we still like talk to and everything they just are kind of doing a different style of music now than we are gotcha. <laughs> yeah things things same, evolve same people though yeah same people love those guys yeah <laughs> all right mad respect for them then um anyways let's uh yeah let's finish off strong with your guys's next song beautiful mess yeah. which you just released like yesterday right it came out this morning today. this today oh yeah Okay, because, yeah, I was, like, I was scrolling through your guys' music, trying to, like, memorize all your songs so I knew everything, and, you know, as one does, as, as an interviewer. And, yeah, it was there, yes, I saw it yesterday on iTunes, and it was, like, 2019. Oh, yeah. oh boy, we have some things to talk about. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, let's, let's jump on into it. She sparks a flame in my veins, ties her tongue to my neck, I can't try She's in her shade, she's the dark that melts away in morning light Now she's reaching out, thinking of me, I can't believe She's no good to keep a fair trying She's in the shade, she's the dark That melts away in morning light There's something we all need But it's not what I see in my mind Perception means something to me If you look up in my head Let's go! 
Oh, yeah. But yeah, it's nice. I like short songs, you know. It's short and sweet. So, like we said, you guys just released this yesterday, and you recorded it in today. <laughs> my bad, sorry. And uh, you recorded it in a very cool place. Oh, yeah. Liverpool. Yes. So let's talk about this. What drove you, or I guess, well, boated you, <laughs> flew you, yeah, to Liverpool? Yeah, we took the boat. It took two months. All right, <laughs> dang. That's why we don't have a bass player. <laughs> that makes sense. Lost paddle. at sea. <laughs> Um, there's this room over there. It's a place called Motor Museum, and it's owned. Well, it's not owned by Elk Groves. Yeah. yeah, the producer that runs the studio. His name is Al Groves, and he actually did. Uh, uh, that's the spirit for uh, Bring Me the Horizon, and he's worked with like a bunch of uh, bands in different genres and everything. So uh, we kind of made the uh, decision that uh, we were going to go and record drums in this room and uh, work with Al. And uh, after what, it took us two or three months to like, kind of get everything coordinated and make sure that uh, everything was going to happen. And we were just so lucky that we got to go over there and uh, record. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and also, like, the people who had been in that room and like Arctic Monkeys did one of my favorite records of theirs there um, yeah Ar Arctic Monkeys are like one of my favorite -er bands <laughs> I'm a big fan so it was just really cool to be in that same room yeah gotcha oh yeah so uh, so Liverpool mm -hmm. um, a place that not many people get to go to uh, it's kind of a superficial question but just I just need to know like what is like the best part of Liverpool <laughs> Motor Museum. <laughs> yeah, it's a it's a very like blue collar area for the most part too. So it, uh, a lot of our time was spent like going into little like shops or restaurants and stuff like that. Right. Um, there's there's not a ton going on. We were uh, out on this uh, area called uh, Lark Lane by like Sefton Park, and uh, you know we would just stroll around and uh, because the Beatles are from that area too. Yeah, like yeah. people are very interested in musicians, so we got stopped like. I can't even tell you how many times are people asking us what we're doing there. <laughs> but uh, it was a cool area to be in. It's very uh, mellow for the most part. Yeah. And it, uh, it was yeah. just like, it was just little things were different. Like, yeah. Just driving on the wrong side of the road. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, we got tattoos. Oh, all right. That was cool. cool. Ben was doing like a bunch of drums, and Nick and I were like, Hey, let's go get tattoos. <laughs> All right. And then, yeah. Then we what did you get a tattoo of? Uh, now I feel like I'm talking about a little peep too much. <laughs> but uh, he is like, it was right around when he died. Mm. And I was just like, I just happened to be thinking of it that day. So then it's like, there we go. One, right. one of his song names is. Okay. Right yeah, there. I personally, I don't think I've ever listened to a single little peep song. Shame. So I can't really relate. But it's you know what? <laughs> yeah. I still feel sad that, you know. Whatever. Yeah. Anyways, moving on to happier, happier topics. So we did kind of touch on it <laughs> a little bit earlier. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
Well, did you want to talk about your tattoo? Oh, oh okay, yeah. Sorry, no, my bad. No, I thought. I thought. Uh, no, I, I no, got. Next. I just got some like little and stupid. So you're you. You <laughs> just got some little stupid. Yeah. Oh, no, what was it? I just. I was got the cheesy like little uh, Union Jack cheesy. tattooed on my wrist. Oh, okay. So I was like, there we yeah, go. Yeah, that is pretty the, cheesy. Exactly. And stupid. <laughs> Classic like tourist thing. Yeah. There we go. Oh, yeah. It's okay. It'll be. Did you say you got it on the inside of your lip? Uh, on the. Oh, my on wrist. okay. Yeah. On your. Oh, sorry. Yeah, no. I'm obviously hard of hearing. I can't talk about stupid tattoos. I've given myself a few tattoos. With sewing okay. needles. It's a part of life. I have bad news tattooed on my thigh without the S. <laughs> <laughs> bad new? Yikes. Yeah. That is, I think that might be more cheesy and stupid show. than uh, Union yeah. Jack. <laughs> I think just get rid of the cheesy part and then it's just, <laughs> it's just, it's just bad. <laughs> but that's like Yikes. the point, you know? Yeah, it's it's We're edgy. It's, it's very punk. I am, yeah. I am pretty edgy. Edge, edge, edge lord Gotcha. Well, uh, let's bring it back to um, recording and no it's okay no it's cool um so we did touch on it a little bit earlier about recording versus doing live shows but like what do you guys prefer live Live? yeah that's what i was expecting yeah (laughs) so like what is like the difference between the two it's so different yeah so so when you're recording it's mostly uh a very like creative part of your brain that's working. Uh, it's definitely longer hours as well too. I mean, it's almost just like 100% processing, like how are we gonna get this done? You're writing, you're trying to be at 100% all the time. Live shows is more like, you kind of hang out all day, yeah. you're around all of your like band friends and everything, everybody shows up, it's way high energy, like it's just a totally yeah, different. It's like, it's like recording is like, that's more like a job, but it's a job that you love to do. Yeah. And then like shows are like. That's the easy part. Yeah, that's like the fun <laughs> part, but you're also like you, but you're there to do something and that like, that comes above everything. But as long as you're like rehearsed, everything's set up, everything's good to go, you can just like hang out and have fun. Yeah, oh, yeah. just go for it. So, so they're uh, very different, but I think live shows are. Just like more relaxed, yeah, yeah, easier to. Because you get to share all your music with people. Yeah, it's like a celebration yeah. almost. Yeah. Like, hey, <laughs> exactly. come enjoy this thing that yeah. I just made. Yeah, I get that. So, shows are great and they're really fun. But like, what's like the worst show that you've ever played? Pittsburgh. <laughs> Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. Yeah. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> there was a there was a show probably two no three years ago. Yeah, uh, that we played and like it was right before we were into a uh, recording session. So we're meeting some of our stuff there from recording, some of our stuff that was with all the live stuff, and uh, we showed up and like half of our stuff wasn't working, oh. which is always a fun thing to deal with. So in the mad scramble of getting everything together, it just kind of like threw us off a little bit. Yeah, and it was like just like one of those like you play okay, not yeah. bad, but there's a big difference between playing okay and like playing great. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, yeah, and like, yeah, it just wasn't. I feel like we were out of play. It wasn't our scene. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's not that they didn't care about us. It's just like we weren't. We we just shouldn't have been there. Yeah. Just yeah. Uh, just yeah. Never going back to that yeah. whole situation. So would that be like the worst thing that's ever happened to you guys no. in a show? Oh, in a show? show? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I mean, like for the most part, everything's so like well rehearsed and put together that even if something goes wrong, it. Yeah pretty smoothly gets resolved Mm. um i mean we've done everything from like you know knocking mics off stands and kicking drums and everything and we we just kind of know how to yeah breaking guitars it's like you've been around the block a few times oh yeah yeah 
Yeah. For sure. I mean, of course you have to have been since middle school. Like, how exactly. can you not? Yeah. yeah no, there was we once a time when I popped the head of my bass drum on this side. Oh. So you can't kick into it because it just goes straight through. So what I had to do was play with my left foot the other side of my double kick so that it landed <laughs> right next to the hole. Still sounded terrible. Had to play the show using one foot, basically. <laughs> oh, wait. No, I did this and played like this. Oh, very Terrible. comfortable. Terrible. <laughs> That's a good visual. Yeah. Yikes. <laughs> Dang. Well, I guess I think it's a sign then. But I mean, I want, nothing too yeah. terrible has I happened. want something like crazy to happen just so when that question is asked. Well, I mean, you know? the weirdest right. thing that we ever had happen at a show was after we were unloaded from the show. We are down in Jeffersonville, Indiana, and uh, while the headlining band was playing, okay. the cops actually came yeah. in, cleared the whole venue out, took the band off stage. Oh. And uh, I guess one of the band members had like some serious death threat against him and his family. So they cleared this whole venue and we were just standing outside like, what is going on right it's now? Like, <laughs> There's these kids yeah, pouring out of this terrifying. place. terrifying, yeah. It's, it's, it's like sucks for them because the band, they, they weren't even done with their set. Yeah. And we had already played all of our stuff. We had already talked to everyone. All of our stuff was in the van. Yeah. And then they said, show's over. And we're like, oh, okay. Like, yeah, we were already uh, done. Yeah. <laughs> But that's, yeah. like, sorry for you guys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, sorry there's a death threat against yeah. your family. Oh, boy. Yikes. So uh, I guess let's let's bring it back to Beautiful Mess. So yeah. new song, obviously. Mentioned it, like, four times now. Um, so what went into the songwriting process? Uh, that song. Two years. Two yeah, years just two about. Two years. Yeah, about a year and a half, almost close to two years of different demos of that song. It took a long time for that one to really come together yeah. and be what we wanted it to be. Um, we ran through a bunch of different versions of uh, lyrics and demos and different acoustic stuff. Uh, it really didn't get finalized until we were like, like in like, England or leading yeah. right up to it. It's, yeah. Because <laughs> like, you have the idea I mean, you, you obviously have your demos you do at home, and then you have, like, the idea of what you want it to sound like in the studio here. And then once you get there, then you can actually, like, bring it out of your brain, and then, then it comes to life. So, like, it's there, <laughs> but it's not actually, like, physically there. Right. Does that make sense? Yeah, no, yeah, definitely. Yeah, like, you have, like, the ideas and the energy to put it out, but you just and have to apply it. Yeah, because, I mean, like, the, like the, the demos only... Yeah, a, a <laughs> really, a demo is just like a rough outline of yeah. like, this is basically what the song is. These are kind of going to be the words. These are sort of the melodies. Sort of. Kind yeah. Of. Well, it's, like, it's like a half-baked loaf of oh bread. Oh, yeah, that's, that's such a good way. Because then when you get into the studio, it's all, uh, it's all reworked. It's just one piece at a time. Should we change the chords here? Do we need to restructure this? And then you go down and break down the lyrics. I mean, I think we rewrote most of that song, yeah, in that two-week period we were over there. Yeah. And that, that song was like one of uh, multiple, many songs. And like a lot didn't get to, actually didn't get recorded, which kind of bums me out. Because like at, w at one point, or at some point, you just had to like, you just had to pick one. You had yeah. to pick one. <laughs> yeah. And then like the other one that could be just as good as it, you just like, mm -hmm. You just run out of time. Yeah. yeah. Do both. <laughs> okay. Well, that's actually. So we have we have 
whole back catalog. Of this whole yeah waiting wanted. list of things to be made. Okay, so should we be expecting an album or an EP anytime soon? So I think uh, what the game plan is is through this year to uh, keep putting out the singles that we recorded while we were overseas. Um, we'll definitely do one right before the summer shows start. Uh, this is kind of just like a thank you to all of our fans for getting us to this point. You know, we're going out doing the hometown headliner tomorrow night. Yeah. And uh, it's like, all right, it's a new year. Let's really push forward. We're going after uh, a lot bigger contracts and streaming stuff and everything. So uh, it's just a fresh start all over again. Right. <laughs> all right. Well, I think that pretty much wraps up our time here. Thank you guys so much for coming in. Yeah, it's thank been you for having us. It's been a real fun time. Yeah. <laughs>